You're listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in to this show because that means that you want to succeed in life and you do not want to fail. Many of us go through such difficult challenges in life, and it's up to us not to fall victim to them. It's up to us to rise above it and to succeed. I sit down with people who have gone through real big struggles and show that they overcame them and are super successful today. It's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. Hebrew Hits is presented by TMC. Welcome to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia. Today, I'm in Alaska with Rabbi Greenberg. He is the Chabad Rabbi. I cannot believe I'm here with you, and we are going to hear about what it is like to be a Jew in Alaska. Rabbi Greenberg, thank you so much for being here for today. How are you doing? It's my pleasure. Um, it's Friday, it's the first Shabbos in Alaska. We are preparing actually a bat mitzvah this Shabbos. And you're asking what does it mean to be a Jew in Alaska? This bat mitzvah is the ultimate ex- ex- uh, demonstration of what it means. We have uh, the, the parents are both from New York. The father is from our full family in New York. Came to Alaska 25 years ago as a pilot. Um, the mother came to Alaska to work here for, for the environment. And they, what are the chances that they met they both met each other at our Shabbos table, and they got engaged and are married. And this is the daughter wow. who's now having a bat mitzvah. Wow, so how long have you been in Alaska for? We have been here for 30 years. The Rebbe, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, gave us his blessing. So he told us in Yiddish, he said, Machen dort we should warm up Alaska. And that's why <laughs> you so see, cold here. That's why you see the global warming, right? You see the, the glaciers are melting yeah. away. When the Rebbe says something, yeah, of course he meant Beruchnius and spiritual, but the Yiddish cat of Alaska, you never know. You see the pleasure of melting. 30 years ago, we came to winters were long and bitter and cold, and now they're much warmer and shorter. And where have you come from? Like, where did you originally live? I was born in Russia. Wow. We, we made Aliyah to Israel when I was a little child, before the Six Day War, and then. When I was 11 years old, I went the first time to see the Rebbe. And after I saw the Rebbe, I saw that there is God in the world, there is Godliness in the world. I saw the truth. And after that, when I knew that when I will be a Yeshiva Bokhar, I will definitely come back to, to America. When I was 17, I came to New York and I never looked back. And I was by the Rebbe for 10 years. When we got married, I knew that the greatest and the most important Noble thing is to go and rebuild Yiddishkeit for all those grandchildren and children of Holocaust survivors who lost their way because they were just kicked out of their families, of their communities, of their shops, of their rabbis, and they came everywhere in America and the world. And the Rebbe once said, Take the club and find a place where there's no Yiddishkeit, go there and bring Yiddishkeit. And to bring back one child of the Almighty God, one child, one child of Avraham, it's a one daughter, that is the greatest uh, the greatest reward a person can have in his life. Now you said you were in New York. Does that mean you went to 770? Like the right. famous 770? I was studying by the river under the river for 10 years. I was listening every Shabbos and every Yom Tov and every Yom Tepaga to the river for six, seven, eight hours, standing right in front of the river and learning from him. And the river didn't have to ask me to go on Shlikot. I knew that that's the best, most important thing in my life that I could ever do. So when you came to Alaska, were there no Jews here when you first came? There were definitely Jews here. 
Joseph came to Alaska from the day Alaska was purchased. 150 years ago, it was actually a Jewish idea. We have a Jewish museum that tells the story of Jewish life in Alaska, and we'll be there later. Yeah. And, and so Jews were behind the idea of purchasing Alaska. Jews have been here even before Alaska became America, under Russia. Jews were old, always here. When we came to years ago, there was already a small chavorah of Jews who were, who were inspired by the young Yeshiva students that the Rebbe used to send every year. The, you know the tradition of Chabad, when the Rebbe came to America in 1941, we had a tradition that Yeshiva students, instead of going on vacation, instead of vacation, Chabad Yeshiva students, they go to small communities to inspire them. So from 1970, the Yeshiva boys started to come here every summer. Nice. Then, little by little, the community established and there was Chaburah. When we came to the Yisrael, there was already Chaburah. People waiting for us to come. We started, the first Sunday we came here, we had a Sunday school. We had a camp the first summer. We started a preschool that year. And on and on. And from that, you see, everything was in our basement. And little by little, you see this show. This is a beautiful show. This is a beautiful show. I mean, even for America, this is beautiful. So to have this in Alaska is amazing. Now, to this day, how many people are in Alaska? How many Jews, I would say? There are about 6,000 Jews in the whole state of Alaska, 3,000 Jews in Anchorage, and another 3,000 in the rest of the rest of the state. However, you know, um, there is a lot of work needed to be done. So let me tell you this. We all the 3,000 in show. Yes, that's what we need. Now, you said that you were born in Russia. Right. So you basically came home to where you were born. Alaska was absolutely. originally, Alaska like, was in Russia. yeah. Absolutely, and not only that, um, when I told my father that I'm going to Alaska, my father was in the Gulags in Siberia, okay. Omsk, Siberia, which is like, not too far from me, you know, like 10 hours away. And he would, he said to me, they sent me in exile to Siberia, now they're sending you in exile to Alaska. <laughs> but he, of course, sm said with a smile, yeah. he was very happy that I'm going to Alaska. And we are here for 30 years, and we are, not only we are not complaining, but we are very happy and very proud. And my two children have come back here to the Kamsukim, and my daughter, my son-in-law, who is the junior rabbi, who is here, that I take on the youth education, and my other son, Mendy, he started a Chabad center in Palmer, Alaska. I just was last night. Really? Where that just, is down there? I was just yesterday there for Bar Mitzvah, and, and to the, tomorrow we have Bar Mitzvah here, so it just shows you what's going on here. And, uh, and uh, yes, and, and my other son, Rabbi Levy, he just moved to Budapest to be a shliach. Wow. We wanted them to be wow. here, but they wanted to do something new and different, and they decided to It's amazing to see real Jewish life here, because we've been traveling, and we've been going all over Alaska so far, not all over, but to many places, and it's amazing to see from Jews in Alaska. Like, this is just so cool. I don't see this every day. I'm not every day in Alaska. Absolutely. Now, before I get to my last question, I want, you said your father was in Siberia. Right. My great uncle was in Siberia. Oh, it could be they were there at the same time. That could be very much so, and especially I heard that your great great uncle, Rabbi Feibel. Well, great 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 grandfather. Great great grandfather. Great 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 grandfather. Three greats. Rabbi son. He was uh, very famous on his. Uh, he, one of the people who bought Yiddishkeit to America, true Yiddishkeit, Torah Yiddishkeit, they were in a great relationship with the Chabad Hasidim who came to America, and then later the Jewish Rav Chirada. So there's a very good chance that your great, that your uncle, great uncle, who was in, again, my father in those years in the yeah. 1940s. That's such a small so world. You never know. That's amazing. Now, for the last question, tell me how it is, like Shabbos, and how it is to be a Jew in Alaska. Like you guys are proud to be Jews. Do people make any comments? Are people nice? People respect? 
the Jews here? Actually, I would say, even though we had some anti-Semitic cases, incidents in Alaska, but really the entire community is so welcoming in such an amazing way. There is such a respect, a deep respect, by all types of the, of the community, we all, you know, by everyone, non-Jews and Jews, there is such a respect to Yiddishkeit. Um, we get support and help on everything that we do and every activities. Like we have Hanukkah celebration, we have about 700, 800 people at Hanukkah. We have not only from the Jewish community, but also from the non-Jewish community people come. There is such an amazing appreciation. We have a Jewish gala that we do every year and the entire community is participating. It's just an amazing to see how there is that amazing support. Today, the world is ready, just the way the Rebbe said, 30 years ago, the Rebbe said that Moshiach is in his way, mm-hmm. and that the world is ready. You can see it today, especially now with the pandemic, that the pandemic brought the entire humanity to its knees, mm-hmm. and we all know that there is, there is a creator who is running the show, and we, we could make plans, like today we know we can make plans, and tomorrow the business could be over because everything will be closed, everything, yeah. the planes will not fly. So today we, we are being, like the whole world is going to find we're all being refined in preparation for Mashiach. So we see it here in Alaska already. Oh, and I have one more question before we go. I'm here on vacation with my sisters, and we came to see you and to see how the Chabad is in Alaska. How do you feel guests coming into your space? We have every summer many, many guests, even during the winter, but every summer many guests. We just had we have three camps, Camp Yachat, Camp Kanfei, and we had there also um, the Camp Seneca. We had three camps, all three types. Those are the Yaakov girls, and those are Mother Orthodox, and those are Yeshiva Bochum. They were all here in the Chalas Sefer Torah, all dancing together with Satna Hasidim, the Tlitzvashiva Shishivas. Everyone together, we, we, we welcome that and we appreciate that because it's an inspiration to our community, and it shows our community that we are all one, we are all together. Wow. Thank you so much, Rabbi Gumer, for being here with me on Hebrew Rest and for being so welcoming and allow, allowing us to come into your space. I'm excited to come to the Kiddush tomorrow for the Bat Mitzvah, and I'll see you again tomorrow with all my siblings, all my sisters. This is Alaska for you guys. We are here in Alaska. Hebrew Hits is taking over Alaska. Go like and subscribe. And now a message from our sponsors. At Rental Media, we offer graphic design, social media management, and full website services including design, development, maintenance, and SEO services. With a wide range of clients worldwide, we work hard to give you the best online services. Our clients enjoy working with us because of our high quality of customer service. Call us today to discuss at 888-498-1802. Or alternatively, you can email us at info at Don't forget to check out our website at rentalmedia.com. That's R-E-N-T-I-E-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. Hey guys, you all know the purple guy, don't you? Well, I'm here to tell you about his business. He is an exhibit partner and he can literally produce anything that you can imagine. He owns a company called Purple Exhibits. His name is Itzy Hultzler, and he eliminates every reason why the preparation and setup of your exhibit can cause you a headache. With Purple Exhibits, he has a saying, just show up. What does that mean? Well, there are two options when it comes to Purple Exhibits. The first option is the portable booth that Purple Exhibits prepares, which takes seconds for you to set up. 
The second option is the custom booth that ITZY's expert designers plan, create, deliver, and build at the show. Not only that, ITZY is an awesome guy, so it doesn't stop there. From the very first call, Purple Exhibits makes sure they understand your brand and they build an exhibit booth to your exact specifications without squandering your time. Not only that, after the show, your exhibit can be shipped to you or stored for you. Choose Purple. Remember to keep your smile on. Go to purpleexhibits.com to schedule your free consult.